listen, look, hey, look at me. I don't mind if you sit there, but if you're gonna sit there, you're gonna fucking participate. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna strap a little microphone to your... No? That's what I thought. You're all bark and no bite, kitty. You know, I think you're getting lethargic in your old age. I think... Okay, he's gone. Oh, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Chris, and... Today's going to be a recap of Fried Fest. Normally, I would have recorded on site, but this year we were gifted with the blessing of rain. So I didn't get to uh, record outside. I didn't want to ruin all my fancy equipment. So I'm just going to be going over it later on. And then at the end of the episode, I will compile a song from all the artists, and you can pretend that you were there too. So, uh, but yeah. No, kitty, don't jump up here. We already went over this. We literally, like, just went over this. Stay down. Anyways. Um, man, it has been a hell of a week, let me tell you. Um, maybe I sound tired. I've had several people tell me that this week. I don't know what's going on. If it's the transition from, like, stupid hot humid to the great fall weather that we've been getting. But, like, I have just been kind of emotional, if I'm being honest with you. Like, first... <laughs> the most recent thing that happened. This happened just the other day. So, story time. Way back in 2009, when I was just a skinny little scene kid um, in a junior in high school, I had this shirt. It was a Devil Wears Prada shirt. It was blue, gray, and white. And all over print, there was like these um, very peculiarly drawn uh, vultures, not, I shouldn't say peculiar, uh, they were very, they were very well done, but, you know, it's the, the early 2000s scene shirt stuff, so it was, it was wild, but I had this shirt, and I loved that shirt, I never saw anybody with that shirt, I'm one of those people who's kind of like, I don't want to say uppity, but it definitely is kind of like, snobby but I don't like having the same clothes as other people like I like to have my own shirt like oh that's a shirt that Chris wears like that's what I like I like the individualism of it but I never saw anybody with this Devil Wears Prada shirt so I was super proud to have it and be the one kid who had it well a couple years go by I'm out of high school I'm you know going to rehab or whatever it was this might have been pre-rehab but I donated all my scene kid clothes because I was trying to, I don't know, be an adult. And uh, so I got rid of all my cool clothes. And so I didn't have it for a long time. Fast forward to 2016. I start getting, I start essentially just getting into a music scene that I didn't know existed here. And I start seeing all these kids with band tees on. I'm like, damn, dude, like, I gotta get my fucking banties back. Like, I got rid of all my shit, and it was all super boring and just dumb, but, like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back in my, into my, uh, my scene kid clothes. So, I'm looking online, right, and I'm like, ooh, there's only one shirt that, like, to this day, I'd never seen anybody else wear, and I was like, that's my Devil Wears Prada shirt. I was like, let's fucking find it. So, over the course of several years... I am, like, trying to reword and find synonyms for uh, the adjectives that I would have I used to describe this shirt. I was like, blue, gray, white, vulture, devil wears Prada shirt, which I thought would have pulled it up right away. Guess what? 
it didn't. Um, so, and no matter what I fucking typed in there, nothing came up. Lots of Devil Wears Prada shirts from that same, the right era, but not the one I was looking for. So then, I joined this group on Facebook called Metal and Core Collectors, where they also sell, where they sell like vinyl, CDs, cassettes, and like merch and stuff. And I'd seen a lot of people getting rid of these like old, you know, early 2000s metalcore shirts. And I was like, oh, maybe someone in here has it. So I ask, a bunch of dudes point me to this one guy, to the guy whose name I can't remember. I apologize. But they, everyone referred to him as like the treasure hunter. Like all these people who were on this quest for their holy grail merch item, they would come to this dude because even when all of their options had been expended like this dude always ends up finding it somehow so they point me in his direction i get 40 people to vouch like oh yeah he found this shirt he found that and i was like all right so this dude's the real deal i hit him up i describe it as as well as i can all the colors the shapes and all that stuff and a couple days go by he's like i've got i'm gonna search some things i'll be right back a week goes by, he gets back to me, he's like, hey man, I don't, I don't know, I'll, I'll keep in touch, but like, I can't find it, and I was like, well son of a bitch, if fucking Indiana Jones isn't gonna find this shirt, who's gonna? And the answer is no one, no one found that shirt. So, time goes by, I have convinced myself that I made that shirt up, I can't find a picture of it, nobody fucking remembers it, I convinced myself that I have compiled a bunch of shirts that I wanted and liked from my my scene days and I mashed them into one shirt and I made it up in my mind. Well, the other day, yesterday in fact, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you when I recorded this, yesterday in fact, I'm scrolling through Depop before I go to bed. If you're not, if you don't have Depop, bro, this is not a paid sponsor, this is not a paid ad, but Depop, bro, I, I found some really cool like old Shouldn't say old. Well, no, I'm going to say old because it's like 20, 20, 10, 20 years old. But like a lot of cool old shirts. A lot of people sell like um, records on there and like wall flags and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, But I'm scrolling through Depop, right? Search up Metalcore. Just looking to see what kind of old shirts, if I remember any. And I'm just about to go to bed. I'm like, eh, there's nothing. And I'm like, eh, give yourself five more minutes. Like go to ten, go scroll till 10 and then go to bed. Bro. At 9.58, man, I see it. There it is. Looking right at my fucking face, $20, Devil Wears Prada shirt, and it's the one I had in high school. And I, bro, I almost yelled, but it was too late, and I don't want to annoy my neighbor, so I didn't yell. Internally, I screamed, but outward, there was no expression. You would have thought I wasn't even interested. But <laughs> I, bro, I bought that fucking shirt so fast, and I messaged that dude right away. I said, Bro, I have been looking for this shirt for like six years to the point where I had convinced myself that it wasn't real. And I was like, bless you for returning my sanity. And he was like, no problem, dude, LOL. But hopefully by the time this airs, probably the week after, because I think something's going on with the, the USPS. Everything, All my shit got like halted and, hey, it's going to be here tomorrow. Just kidding. It's back in Detroit. I'm like, well, what the fuck? It was in Michigan. And it doesn't matter. But hopefully by next week I will I will own my old shirt and I can convince myself that I I can 
try to rationalize to myself that I am not a weak person for having convinced myself that I made up that shirt. That's honestly what stressed me out so much is that I I didn't I didn't trust myself. I I was for sure, and I even remember the girl I was dating and a day specifically where she helped me like hair tie the side of it because it was like a medium. That was all they had when I went and bought it. And it was so big on me and when I was a junior in high school. So she like twist tied it and tightened it up for me. I remember that. So I was like, well, maybe maybe it's a false. I don't know. But I'm glad that I'm not losing my mind and that that shirt did exist. And I can't wait to show you all because trust me, you're going to see it. I'm probably going to wear it out. Um, but yeah, stressful week, man. Um, oh, speaking of stressful, did you guys see the teaser for the new Matrix movie? Uh, man, I'm really excited, but I'm also kind of scared. Because, like, we all remember the third one. The third one wasn't, uh, wasn't too hot for a teacher, you know? That's not the right, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) That made no sense, but, um, yeah, I'm excited, but also kind of upset that Neo, well, Keanu Reeves did not cut his hair. He went from the set of John Wick straight to the set of The Matrix. Same hair, same outfit. I love the way he looks, okay? Don't get me wrong. The man is a godsend. But, I mean, also, I guess a bunch of time is supposed... I'm assuming, I haven't even read the plot of the new one, but I'm assuming a bunch of time has passed since from Revelations to whatever they're calling the new one, right? So, I guess his hair could have grown, but he still looks too much like John fucking Wick. Doesn't matter. I'm hoping... I don't uh, I don't know. Hopefully they play the characters differently. I don't want to look at... I don't want to watch this movie and be like, oh, John Wick is in The Matrix. Or Neo is in <laughs> the John Wick era. Whatever. But... Oh, man. Yeah. Also, you know what else has been stressing me out? I think, as I mentioned earlier... I've been kind of emotional in this, like, uh, weather change, I think. I'm going to blame it on the weather. It could very easily be that I forgot to take my medicine for, like, three weeks, and then I restarted this week, and, you know, (laughs) you know how things go. It's probably that, but I don't really want to blame that, because then it's like, yeah, this is your own fault for not sticking to your medicinal routine. So I have to pass the buck, okay? That's, That's what we do. Um, but yeah, like, I was listening to this song, um, well, I was not feeling some jazz the other day, right? So, as I am one to do, I listen to Michael Bublé, and I don't give a shit what you think, okay? You can talk shit all you want. Oh, doesn't he only make Christmas albums? No, he doesn't. That's a hilarious thing to say, but no, I have to fight this one. He doesn't just make Christmas music, okay? But I'm sure that's where a lot of you hear. But, like, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Michael Buble, Frank Sinatra, where was this, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Etta Jones, Sammy Davis Jr., Johnny Hartman, Bing Crosby, uh, Sarah Vaughn, Dina Washington, Nat King Cole, Tony Bennett, Billy Holiday, like, bro, okay, the list goes on and on, right? But I was specifically listening to the song called I Wish You Love by Nancy Wilson, right? And that song, and then it was, a. Uh, home by Michael Buble man so I really like those like emotional songs really lovey songs whatever but most of the time those songs have like they're kind of directed at a person right I love those songs 
but I also hate them when I don't have like a person to fill in the song's equation, you know? So like there's Michael Buble singing the song home to, you know, fill in the blank. It's uh, John Mayer. I don't fucking know who he's thinking about, but like you get what I'm saying. So like I like those songs a lot when I have the equation, when I have someone to attribute that song to or towards or for or from, whatever. But like when I don't have someone... It just makes me angry. Like, I, I feel the emotion from the song, but because I don't have... I feel weird because I don't have anyone to direct that, like, feeling toward. Is that weird? I feel like... I mean, I'm always just insecure about all my feelings because I need them validated. I need to know that they're not crazy or weird or wrong. But as every therapist I've ever had says, your th- your feelings don't need to be validated, Chris. Your feelings are your feelings. They are. They just are you. But yeah, but are they okay though? Like, does everyone approve of my feelings? Uh, therapy's fun. But yeah, I hate those songs. But I also love them. It's it's tough. Like the song Home, Michael Bublé, I'm also, I'm not entirely positive because I know he does a lot of covers, which is fine. I don't really care. But I also need to make sure that I know it's a cover because I saw Michael Bublé perform at some like award show and he called out Blake Shelton to, like, sing that song with him. Uh, did Blake Shelton do a fucking cover of that song? Is it Blake Shelton's song? Do I have to like this song less because it might be a Blake Shelton song? <sighs> I don't know. He was married to Gwen Stefani, though, so that's pretty neat. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, I don't know. Plus, now that, like, fall is pretty much here, all the f- fall tours and festivals are starting, and... The one festival I was always going to was during the summer. I got canceled again this year. Ugh. This will be like two years without a music festival that I've gone to. And I tell you, you know what? That might be what's going on. Maybe it's just like I have, I'm have. i running on fumes of my uh, festival gas. That sounds weird, but that's what I'm going to go with. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, there's there's another thing that's got me all flustered. I I think if I refrain from giving any names, I can talk about it. I think in order... (laughs) I think in order to keep the story straight, I'm going to have to name the people, but I'm going to give them names from the office. So let's go with this. So Jim... (laughs) Jim meets Pam a long time ago. Jim is dating someone, and Pam is dating someone. Well, Jim and his girlfriend break up, right? So Jim then starts in the sadness of that broken up relationship. He begins uh, projecting those lost feelings onto his friend, Pam, who is dating somebody else, right? Um, So he acknowledges that, recognizes that, does what he needs to do to, like, I don't know, suppress it, maybe, or maybe just you know, rationalize that, hey, I was having these feelings and they weren't necessarily true to the 100th percentile, you know. They were kind of exaggerated because he was, Jim was going through some stuff and uh, his friend was just there, Pam, to comfort, comfort them, right? So he deals with that and then they're friends for a long time. Well, now Pam, Pam is a... 
family's going through it, <laughs> right? And uh, now Jim, who is like comfortable for all that time in like this friendly space, he had now those those like old feelings, those quote unquote exaggerated feelings have returned, and he doesn't know if he is in the right. He doesn't know if they are exaggerated once again or if something has like developed over the time and I tried to tell him that I don't really know like I mean the only the only way that he would really kind of figure it out I guess I mean personally I kind of told him to like as long as Pam is like seemingly interested like you guys are still friends may I mean honestly you gotta have the talk I feel like I'm just gonna say it I told him I was like you gotta express it because even if it's not true maybe you can like work through it with Pam you know and like oh you know those feelings from way back then like they're kind of mustered up again I'm wondering if it's just because there's like this situational um <laughs> vacancy um but I was I told him that he should probably talk to her but like I feel for the dude like that's a weird because then on one hand what if you know like hey the feelings are real you express them Pam is like oh hell yeah that's totally cool like I like you too and then it's you know fairy tale ending whatever but on the other hand there's also the reality that he does confess these possibly exaggerated feelings and she is put off by them, thus, like, diffusing the friendship. May, not necessarily diffusing the friendship. That's a dramatic reaction right out the gate. But it's going to put a weird spin on things for a good minute. Unless you both have short-term memory loss. but Or maybe that's just me projecting on what I think the situation would be. That's what I would think. That is what I think it would be. I think it would put a weird spin on things for a while. But who knows? Maybe you're both like hella mature and you're just like, hey, yeah, I'm having these feelings. You down? And Pam is like, no thanks. And you're like, all right, that's cool too. I'll just go back to doing what I was doing, which is fine. I don't know. I feel for the guy and I, if you're listening, I wish you the best of luck. Um, keep me updated because I want to know how it turns out. <sighs> but yeah. Weird times, man. It's just, I'm really excited, one, for the fall, because I can take these daggum AC units out of my friggin' house. I hate, I mean, they were super convenient, don't get me wrong, because it was hot as balls, but, man, I couldn't ever, like, get the little accordion arms to be sealed perfectly, and they was letting in little bugs. And my, yeah, I'm talking, yeah, you, kitty. You don't even fucking kill them. You like look at them and swat at them and then you leave them alone. They just go back to doing what they were doing. <sighs> My cat is either like a full-blown psychopath and like just kind of likes injuring his prey or he's super just uninterested all around. It's really a toss-up. I, I It could be either or or it could be both. Who fucking knows? Man, but all right. I think that's enough talking out of me. Um, if there was, I'm sure there was things that I wanted to talk about that I didn't, but I'm just like, I'm kind of wound up, y'all. I'm kind of, I need to go camping. That's what I need to do. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about going to Tennessee, but.
But then I remember seeing all over social medias how active the black bra- the black bears have been uh, this year. A buddy I work with showed me he had to chase one, or was it one or two? Yeah, two of them out of his friggin' car. Like they got into his car. And I just don't know. I mean, well, if you put your food away, they won't get into it. I know that. But sometimes I forget. Okay, sometimes I forget that there was a jar of peanut butter underneath the seat. And then I wake up and there's a fucking 600-pound monster in my car. That doesn't seem like fair. That doesn't seem like a fair <laughs> equation. I forget peanut butter. Now there's a bear. That's not f- <laughs> That's not equivalent, okay? Edward Elric would not approve of that uh, exchange. Um, but yeah. So there's Tennessee. I was thinking about the UP again. Me and Lex went up there last year. Uh, we waited way too long. Because it was cold as fuck. When we got there, it was like a blizzard. Bro, it was a nightmare. And then on top of that, I don't even think I ever told anybody this. When we fucking got there, we pulled up to our little uh, reserve reserved spot? Reservation? Sure. Our campsite. And there was these fucking kids in it. This dude and this lady. I don't know. You know what? There were these two people there, right? And... Uh, Lex goes, um, who are these people? And I was like, I don't fucking know, but, uh, it's like snowing, it's like sleeting right now, and we have to set up our shit, so, uh, I'm gonna go say something. And I walk up to him, and I didn't really realize this until after, but, like, I had beige pants on, my green rain jacket on, and aviators, and a beanie on. I look like a fucking park ranger, dude. And, uh, they were like, um, is this your spot? And I was like, yeah, I kind of need you to, like, skedaddle. I was like, you could just move over to that one. There was one right next to it that was open. And they're like, oh, well, we were just here, like, hanging out. And I was like, no, that's cool, man. Like, I get that. But, like, I drove eight hours to be here. And, like, I paid for this spot. I'm going to take it. I was like, you can, I'll help you move your stuff over to that one that, over there. I was like, but this one is mine. And they were like, okay. And then, like, they go in their car. I go sit back in the Jeep and... Uh, they're mangling, rustling through their stuff, and then I get back out, and he walks over, and he's like, hey, man, so, like, <laughs> we're kind of on mushrooms. I'm like, hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like, I love mushrooms. I was like, and he was like, yeah, so it might take us a minute. I was like, that's fine. Take your time. Like, don't panic, but urgency is a factor here. I was like, I also have to set up my stuff in this weather, so if you could have fun tripping, but also knees to chest, boy, like, move your shit. <laughs> uh, it was really fun. And then we lost a whole day because it just, like, windy as shit, sleet, snow. It was it was awful. But next day wasn't so bad. Still cold, but it was great. But anyway, I'm still trying to... Thinking about Tennessee, UP. Um, I know Ohio's got camping spots, but it's Ohio. Really? Like, eh. Illinois might be cool. I don't know if Illinois has any, like... I'm sure they have state parks, but I don't... Nobody ever talks about camping in Illinois, so I don't know. Um, and then also Turkey Run, in which is, like, three hours south in Indiana, but, like, that place is always fucking booked because that place is so awesome. But anyways, if you have large woods, if you or someone in your family owns many, many acres of land, some of which is wooded, and there's, like, an open area, you should hit me up. I'll give you money to let me camp there for, like, a weekend. So, all right. 
anyways, let's 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 get to the bread the bread and butter of what, why we're here. Fried fest, man. Sure was a fucking drag that it rained all day, but let me tell you, it was still a lot of fun. There were so many fucking people there, dude. Oh my god, like I was just in awe as the day, like early on in the day. I get there, I always get there before doors. So I was like there like 10.30, set up my shit, set up everything, canopies, tent, ran the cables and cords and set up the microphones and all that stuff, laptops ready to go. <sighs> Come like, what was it, 1 o'clock, it starts to like rain, and we look at the forecast, and I'm like, fuck, it's gonna, it's like gonna rain for like an hour. So I put all the electronics away, um, sat out the rain, like, it went for, like, two hours, and it stopped, but it was still kind of, like, it was mist. It was, like, a weird, silent hill, thick mist. Not, like, thick enough that you couldn't see, like, ten feet, but, like, a hundred feet. Like, it was, like, gray. And I was like, oh, so this is kind of spooky, but I, I fuck with it. So, but because it was consistently that, like, moist... Ugh, I don't know why I said... I was going to say moisture, but I bailed because I wasn't where you put it in a sentence. Um, it was consistently dowsing with mist. Like, there was still shit running off the canopies and shit was caking up on surfaces. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to call it. And then I looked at the forecast later and it was like, oh yeah, it's going to rain again at like 7.30. I was like, man, I'm not about to hop in, hop out of this all this equipment just to possibly ruin some of this expensive stuff. So... We'll just do it afterwards. So here we are. It was a great time. I shout out to all the 574 crew that came out. And uh, hold on, Julie just messaged me. Oh, of course it was Julie. Julie is the owner of Ignition. And she just asked me if I still needed a copy of John Mayer Sob Rock. And I'm going to tell her the answer to that is yes. Oops answer it us yes it damn it i did it again <laughs> oh man uh what was i talking oh fried fest that's right so also one of the things that uh <laughs> yeah shout out to the five seven four kids that came out and hung out um and everybody else was there holy shit there were so many people the whole fucking yard was full man um <laughs> so me and carly and um, O'Hara and Chris Thorderson and Amanda and Lex and Nick were all hanging out and there wasn't any food trucks this year like a lot of people were grilling so there's plenty of food but like we got to reminiscing I think it was last year or was it no it doesn't really matter it was one of the last two years the only two years I've gone and um, there was this lady there who was selling Chicken pancakes. Chant, no. <laughs> Pancake chicken nuggets. I know, that sounds, that sounds so American. And let me tell you what, it fucking was. Because that, it was so good. Like, it was, they took these little chunks of chicken, uh, coated them in pancake batter, deep fried them. So you had like a deep fried a pancake around the chicken nugget and let me bro it was a fucking game changer and I was really sad I hadn't thought about it all day until I think Carly or Nick brought it up and I was like you motherfuckers now I'm hungry <sighs> but it was 
it was a good time. It was a, I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited for next year. Hopefully, one, I think I'm kind of pro the uh, fall time because, uh, as Tyler was has quoted, um, <laughs> it ain't it ain't called Fried Fest just because it's hot as sin. No, it's uh, well, that's because it was in June, but. Yeah, it's a, it was a great time. I had a lot of fun, and I want to shout out all the bands who you are soon to hear uh, songs from. Let me pull up this lineup for you real quick. Um, in no particular order, these are the bands. Boland, Ryan Kerr, Outcast, not that Outcast, not the cooler than what's cooler than cool, Ice Cold, not those guys. Um, Monday Ray, Rudy Valdez, Oh No Monsters, The Obnoxious Boot. Rebuke, Use of Force, Runner, Molek, Forges, Fox Lake, bro, Fox Lake, blew my fucking mind. Like I was, cl- I was cleaning up some of the cables and shit, like the, uh, the extension cord that we were running power to, like a speaker, or whatever, charging our phones, and we were cleaning up. Me, Chris, and Lex, and it was just brrr, like this fucking growl, and we all stopped what we were doing and like turned and looked at the shed, and we looked at each other and we're like. Holy shit. <laughs> we stopped, put our stuff down, and walked over and watched the rest of the set. Bro, Fox Lake from uh, Denver, I believe they're from, Colorado. Bro, do not sleep on that band. Those dudes were wild. Um, did I say Forges already? I think I did. But Blind to Life, MZMR, they fucking killed it. They were so good. Green Leaves, love those boys. Gorilla Warfare, we love you. Mouth for War, and the one-time reunion of Bruise. Oh, man, what a great time. Tyler, we miss you, and I assure you, nobody was a dick. Well, I think I saw somebody lost their phone, but I'm pretty sure they got it back. They didn't, nobody stole it. They just, you know, were um, sipping back some daddy pops and, you know, just were ha- was having too much fun. And there ain't no crime for having too much fun. Uh, I'm sure there is, but I don't, I'm not a lawyer. So, yeah, let's, um... I'll just do the uh, the outro stuff, I guess. Well, no, I won't do the outro stuff. You guys know where to find us. You can just Google Tune Junkies. You'll find us. Um, but I will tell you what I've been listening to recently um, before I head out of here. Let's go with... Um, I've been listening to a lot of the Wallflowers. Um, I watched this documentary last night called... Uh, Something Canyon in the Can... I don't fucking... I listen. <laughs> I told you I'm stressed. I... Haven't been retaining much. Some of the canyon about the bands that came out of the California area in like 1962. No, who fucking knows. But like it was Beach Boys, um, the Beatles, the Birds, um, uh, Stills, Crosby, Nash? No, no, but they were in there. But doesn't matter. Great documentary. The Wallflowers were in it. Uh, Shout out to Jacob Dylan. Um... Nujibis, I've been listening to uh, the Dictator album by uh, Darren Malorkian, Malakian and Scars on Broadway. Um, last week, no, this week, yeah. This week I went to Ignition and picked up uh, some records at uh, <laughs> Ignition. <laughs> and uh, um, I walk in and Julie's got all her like new restock stuff laid out, organized or whatever. I look over and there's metaphorical music by uh, Nujibis hanging out. And I was like, yo, is that 
is that for somebody? And she was like, it might be a special order. I was like, you should check because if not, that's coming home with me. You don't even have to worry about <laughs> setting it up because I'll take that. So, um, didn't belong to anybody, but now it belongs to me. Um, so I've been, but I was, while I was there, I got sidetracked. Uh, we were talking about System of a Down because System of a Down Toxicity album turned 20 last week, which is bananas. Um, and some guy was talking to some guy about it and I was like, yeah, did you ever listen to, you know, Scars on Broadway? And he was like, who? And I was like, oh, it's Darren's other band. And I was like, he put out an album in 2018 called Dictator that all the music front in that album was supposed to be new System of a Down music. And he was like, really? And I was like, yes, but Darren and Serge can't get along anymore, so we'll never hear it. At least you won't hear them together. It's it's like the album is like seventy percent what I in what I would classify as System of a Down, but the the third twenty thirty percent I can't remember what number I said. Whatever the other remaining percentage is, Serge's like wild. Um, vocal style and weird uh, fast speak whatever you know what I mean you listen to System Down you know what I'm trying to say I'm having trouble talking so forgive me but yeah I I, I uh, set him off on that and he was like hey thanks for the recommendation I was like well wait till you hear it you know I'll s- don't thank me yet I don't know if you're gonna like it um, I've been listening to a lot of Arms Length Tommy Lafroy Thank You Scientist A Plea for Purging um, have a good season, Valley Heart, and Tool. Oh, and 808s and Heartbreak. I've been really into y'all talking about Donda this, Donda that. Donda esta 808s and Heartbreak, my guy. That's his best album. Get real. Anyways. So yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Um, please enjoy this makeshift fried fest if you weren't there. Um, we'll, uh, catch y'all in the next episode. And, uh, Have a good one. Bye.
day, all day. Tell me how much does it cost to keep it real? We just had this talk, girl, I thought we had a deal. If he crossed the line, I'ma bust him with the steel. But go your own way if that's really how you feel. What will my family do without me? Wondering if you still think about me Why does everybody always seem to doubt me? Calling out for help, but I feel like I'm drowning Going crazy and I think I'm about to lose it I've been feeling so low, I think I'ma do it Everything I say, I be sounding like I'm stupid Had everything I wanted, but I fucking blew it Don't know what it was, but something came and changed you The way that you've been acting lately, that just ain't you And you broke my heart, but I can never hate you All this time I waited came through i don't really know why i try anymore sometimes i don't even want to be alive anymore but i keep on shining for my little brothers just know i got your back and we'll always have each other i only get one life yeah i won't get another the women in my family don't put no one above you you never let me down when my demons went public i promise you that one day we won't have to struggle yeah you won't get a chance if you don't take one you won't have a life unless you make one All my life been driving slow, it's time to race one Money, yeah, I made some, no, I ain't the same one Driving through the night, swerving in my zone How long should I wait for you to hit my phone? I'll be up late, staying out of trouble I keep singing songs, I just hope it keeps me humble Tell me how much does it cost to keep it real? We just had this talk, girl, I thought we had a deal If he crossed the line, I'ma bust him with the steel But go your own way, if that's really how you feel What will my family do without me? Wondering if you still think about me Everybody always seem to doubt me Calling out for help, but I feel like I'm drowning Yeah, I feel like I'm drowning
Imagine you talking in circles or evolving your bullshit Running that mouth, blowing it up before a bullshit You were slaves with tongues, slithering your way in But now you're side of the narratives on the speculation I got you caught in the light with little tongue-tied tongues Like fire, not your job to keep that out of my world time So, fuck with your hearts, you fuck with your words Sit with a bird, you're just a coward and within the heart Traced your ranger tattoos Can dark black lines confine all that's held inside I'd hear of every battle you'd lose Sometimes when we mean to leave ain't all that's left behind Copenhagen can abreast Swear words are Sunday's best I can taste it, it's so clear A knuckleball from the pitcher's mound Three babies in a southern town Did you always know you'd end up here?
Oh! 